welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website, hitthatline.com, for all types of great interviews, podcast articles, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Big game coming up for Arkansas basketball and Mike Anderson as they take on Western Kentucky. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well as we're going to be joined by Brad Stevens. No, no, not that Brad Stevens, not the head coach of the Boston Celtics, but we will be joined by Brad Stevens who covers the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. So, you know. Kind of a little different, but still we'll have some great information and we'll get into that and exactly what can be expected out of this game as well. But first off, you know, just looking at this game itself, you know, Western Kentucky's not a f- fantastic team. They're sitting at four and four. Uh, they have Rick Stansberry as their head coach who has had a lot of success, especially in the SEC. We all remember when he was at Mississippi State. And we also know that they have a really good big man down low that will be able to take on Daniel Gafford and maybe give him some fits. We'll see who wins that matchup as he was highly recruited coming out of high school as well. So, so we know all these things about Western Kentucky, but I'm telling you, this basketball team for Arkansas, it's so much fun. I enjoy watching this team. And, and for a lot of different reasons. Because here's the thing. You can sit back and you can say, okay, well, it's early. Well, you know, there's always a big letdown. Well, they haven't played anybody. Yeah, you can. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm buying into this team, folks. I'm probably going to regret it, but I don't care. I'm buying in. I'm getting excited. I can't wait to see where this team goes. And I hope that the rest of you listening to this podcast can do the same. Mike Anderson has something going here with this team. How well they pass, how they're selfless, how they've been playing together for a while. They have scores. There's really not a weak spot that I can think of as of right now where when a guy comes into the game, you're like, oh, crap, here we go. I mean, sure, there's going to be some boneheaded plays. There's going to be some bad games. They're not going to always be perfect. But they're just so fascinating to watch. And I've been watching a lot of these highlights from the Colorado State game when they won that one and how impressive they looked on the road. I I almost stood back and thought about the time where it was just a few years ago where it didn't matter if Arkansas played the school of the blind on the road, they were going to lose because it was a road game. It was away from Bud Walton Arena. And everything's changed. It's no longer that way. It has gotten to the point where Arkansas is one of the best road teams in the SEC. And if you look at the records, they actually have in the past three seasons, the best or four seasons, excuse me, the best road record in conference play, only second to Kentucky. Like that's really impressive. And I don't think people realize or understand just how impressive that is. But that's what they've been able to do in the past few years. Now, it hasn't always been pretty. I know they got to make it to that next level, but To see a team as young as this team is, as inexperienced as this team is, going for their first true road test of the season in a completely different time zone and a completely different team that they're not familiar with, the coaching staff's not familiar with, they have not played pretty much ever, and to go in and dominate the way they did, you got to really think back and say, man, this team has the potential to really cause some havoc. Not only make it back to the NCAA tournament, but possibly win a few games. And, man, wouldn't that be just something great? So I'm excited about it, and I hope you are too. We'll see how the rest of the non-conference slate plays out, but honestly, folks, I don't see a reason why Arkansas doesn't go undefeated the rest of the way in conference play. 
I mean, if you just look at their schedule overall, we know that the SEC is going to be pretty brutal. We know it's going to be tough. But here's the non-conference slate the rest of the way. You get Western Kentucky, Texas San Antonio, Georgia Tech, Texas State, and then finally you end with Austin P. All those games are at home in Bud Walton Arena, and then you get into conference play. Now, I know you have the Texas Tech game in the middle of conference play that you're going to have to deal with, and not on the road, and I don't think Arkansas is going to win that one because Texas Tech is a really tough team. But you're sitting to where you could set it up, and you could be 11-1 and heading into conference play. Just get nine games, nine wins. Go nine and nine, which I think is very much expected. Go nine and nine, and boom, you got 20 wins. Not to mention what you'll do in the SEC tournament. And that's a great setup. If you and, and we know that Arkansas is probably going to win some games on the road. They may even be better than nine and nine. But to get to 20-plus wins and to get back to the NCAA tournament would be so fantastic for Mike Anderson, so fantastic for you Razorback fans because of what you've had to deal with. I'm on board. I'm on board with Daniel Gafford. I'm on board with Isaiah Joe. I'm on board with Mason Jones. I'm on board with Jalen Harris. I'm on board with this bench play, and I'm on board with Mike Anderson this season. What a fun team it's going to be. And I hope you join in and get excited because, listen, it's been a long football season. We've got to have something to look, at, look forward to, right? When we talk about it on the podcast, can we have some positives coming out of it? Of course we can. And that's exactly what we're going to do. That is for sure. But, hey, if you're going to be watching these games, you only have one way to watch it. And that's through Sling TV. Because you can watch it on your big screen and your favorite mobile devices for on the road. So no matter where you're at, you can always check it out at Sling TV. And for $30 a month, you get the ESPN, Pac-12, SEC Networks, plus more, and you can stream it on your big screen and on your favorite mobile devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love, only better because it has no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel at any time. Get this special offer for all you locked-on listeners out there. Seven-day free trial. Just go to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on, S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Check it out. Sign up for your free seven-day trial. Try it out. Tell me what you think. I promise me. I promise you, not promise me, promise you that you will not be disappointed. So give it a shot. Again, sling.com slash locked on for a free seven-day trial. Let's go to the phone lines. We're now joined by Brad Stevens. He's Western Kentucky beat writer for the Bowling Green Daily News. Talk a little bit about Arkansas and Western Kentucky coming up tomorrow afternoon. Really appreciate you joining us this morning, Brad. How you doing? Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime. Obviously, uh, this is a big game for Western Kentucky. I'm sure I know it's a big game for Arkansas coming in on a Saturday. We'll just start with uh, giving us a little bit of a vibe of what's going on with Western Kentucky. They're sitting at 4-4 four and four in Rick Stansberry's uh, third year there uh, with the Hilltoppers. Just from what the expectation was, from what the fans' reaction has been before the season started, what's just the overall vibe going on with the Hilltoppers and the start that they have so far to the 2019-2020 season? Yeah, I think it's been an up and down season. I mean, obviously there was a, you know, there's, there's been a couple of highs. You know, beating West Virginia in a neutral court and uh, Myrtle Beach was was a big moment for the team. But you know, they're zero and three on the road. They lost a tough one tonight, Missouri State uh, team. That frankly, they you know much more talented than. So yeah, uh, I don't think anyone's really happy about a four and four start right now. And obviously, it doesn't get much easier with Arkansas coming up Saturday. 
Yeah, and you know Rick Stansberry is a coach that's been around a long time, and Razorback fans are very familiar with his tenure at Mississippi State. Was there a long time and had some pretty good success. Are people still pretty happy with Rick Stansberry? Because it seems like he's done a good job in recruiting. I know they won 27 games last year in the and made it to the NIT. But uh, are people still happy with Rick Stansberry and the job that he's done going and going forward with him? I think so. I mean, he, he he's really upgraded the talent of this roster. Uh, it'll probably be going on six or seven years now. It's just some kind of stagnating rosters, I guess, talent-wise at Western Kentucky. And uh, he, he's really boosted that. You know, brought a lot of excitement back to the program. They sold out their season tickets uh, before the season for the first time, I think, in the history of the program. So uh, a lot of excitement going on. But I think there's also a lot of people you know, pinning their hopes to this season and uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see how the rest of it plays out. You know, if they were to go ahead and you know, kind of get back on track and, and do some of the things they're expected to do, I think people are getting pretty happy. But, uh, you know, if they have a tough year, then it might go the other direction a little bit. Let's be with Brad Stevens, Western Kentucky beat writer for the Bowling Green Daily News right now on the Morning Rush. Brad, let's just talk about a little bit about this game between Arkansas and Western Kentucky. Obviously, the Razorbacks are off to a pretty good start, looking pretty good. But uh, Western Kentucky has always been one of those teams that have been pretty formidable. If Western Kentucky is going to go into Bud Walton Arena and pull off an upset of sorts, what are the things that they're going to have to make sure they do and what they have to make sure Arkansas does not do in this game? Yeah, I think a lot of it could come down to, to point guard play uh, for Western Kentucky, at least. Uh, well, Monte Bearden, who is you know, kind of expected to be a point guard this year, he's been academically ineligible, and he won't be back until after this game. And so uh, Stansbury's kind of had to move some things around. He has Tavion Hollingsworth playing there right now, who's more of a shooting guard. Uh, but so that he, he's tried to kind of patch up that position. It's led to some mixed results so far, but... Uh, you know, if, if Hollingsworth can do a good job running the offense, and if some of the other guys who's had to move around a little bit uh, can do well in their roles, you know, Jared Savage is a guy who's a really good shooter, but you know, had a couple off games in a row. If he can get heated back up again, that's going to go a long way Saturday for Western. So just uh, if you, you think of this team, if Western has all their players together and everyone's healthy, and you mentioned the guy coming back from uh, from his academic issues there, if he, if they're back, are they? a caliber team to where they can make it to the NCAA tournament because Arkansas, their non-conference schedule, as far as what it's looking like right now, isn't the strongest, but they could really use some help having a good quality game against Western Kentucky. Are they going to be one of those teams that will be in the mix for the NCAA tournament later in the year? Yeah, I definitely don't see any reason why they couldn't be. Now, they play in Conference USA, which for the last, I guess, ever since Memphis has left the league, basically has been a a one-pit conference. Uh, They were picked to win that this year, and right now, even with a even without the best start to the season, they're still looking like one of the favorites. It's probably them, Old Dominion, and Marshall are looking like the, the front runners in that league right now. So a lot of it will come down to you know three days in March and to see if they can you know get that and you know, win that conference USA championship. But yeah, uh, you know if, if everything clicks down the stretch and if they can you know, put together a few, you know, put together a run in that conference tournament, then this can certainly be an NCAA tournament team. When I mean, you just look at the talent on the roster compared to a lot of other. You know, mid-major, uh, mid-major programs. I mean, there's not too many uh, programs with, uh, at that level with a guy like Charles Bassey at center. You know, another question I have for you for this game itself is, of course, Daniel Gafford, the Razorback uh, big man down low who's been so good this year, and a lot of people have him on a draft board, maybe a first-round type pick, really good caliber player, but they also have some other pieces. But as far as the matchup with him, who's Western Kentucky going to try to put up against Daniel? Do you think they'll try to double-team him a little bit, or do they have some strong inside presence that may cause some problems for him? 
Well, uh, Western Kentucky's uh, best inside player, and you know, honestly, their most uh, highly touted guy on the roster is Charles Bassey, who's uh, you know projected much like Gafford, uh, projected first round pick in next year's NBA draft. He's the five-star recruit who is going to be in the class of 2019 and then reclassified to 2018 and rolled this summer. Uh, just a really, really talented player. Has I think he's lived up to expectations so far. He has four double-doubles already. And he's a, a almost kind of like more like a throwback center. He's a, he's a big guy, you know, built, muscular, uh, but you know, good rebounder. He's got good feel, good hands. Uh, he can he can make some different kind of shots and, and really good defensively. So that's going to be an interesting battle. And, and Bassey's already this year. You know, he went up against Saga Bacanate from West Virginia, went against Taco Fall from Central Florida, Noah Dickerson from Washington. So he's battled some, some really some really good big men this year, and you know a lot of guys who he might be playing against at the next level. And, and uh, I think a lot of scouts and a lot of people, are, or, you know, a lot of the draft people, are really going to be interested to watch this Gaffer versus Bassey battle Saturday. Yeah, it should definitely be interesting, that is for sure. And I'm also curious just to get your perspective because anytime uh, we have somebody from uh, the outside the state of Arkansas, it's always good to give their opinions on this. And that's about Mike Anderson, who at Arkansas, he's made the NCAA tournament three out of the past four seasons. There was uh, pretty low expectations this year because they lost so many players from the previous year, but they're off to a good start and people are very hopeful for maybe another NCAA tournament appearance. What is your opinion on Mike Anderson and the job that he's done at Arkansas? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's you know, one almost everywhere he's been. I mean, you know, you look at what he did when he was in Conference USA back in the day. UAB obviously had a really successful run there. And yeah, I, I was Arkansas's not a you know probably not the easiest job in the world considering you're in a conference with Kentucky, a Florida, you know, and a lot of others. It's you know not not really many easy nights when you're in the SEC. But no, I mean, I've been really impressed with them so far. You know, just able to watch them a couple of times. It's, you know, Washington against Indiana earlier this season, and you know they. they Texas down to the wire, and Texas could be a, you know, one of the top 20 or you know, 25 teams in America. So, yeah, I expect Arkansas to to be a team that's, that's contending throughout the season. You know, they're looking right now like a team that could go to the NCAA tournament, make some noise. And, yeah, I, I think Mike Anderson knows this roster and, and plays to its strength. All right, last one before I let you get out of here, Brad. What do you think happens in this game tomorrow? Do you believe that Western Kentucky can go in and pull off the upset? Just your overall feeling for the game. Well, uh, one, one thing about Western Kentucky understands Barry. It seems like the last couple of years is they they have a tendency sometimes to play down to their competition, but uh, they also really play up to their competition. Uh, you know, last time they went to an environment probably like this, it was at Oklahoma State last year in the NIT, and they won. Uh, they won at USC last year in the NIT, beat West Virginia earlier this season. So, whenever they play these kind of programs, they seem to bring the best. So. Uh, you know, looking at some of the advanced metrics and stuff, looks like Western's probably a you know an eight or nine point underdog for tomorrow. But yeah, uh, uh, Arkansas telling us I wouldn't be shocked if that is the case. Also, be shocked if Western comes in and you know, like I said, plays up and then wins the game. So it should be fun to see. Yeah, it certainly will be. Brad Stevens, Western Kentucky beat writer for the Bowling Green Daily News. Really appreciate you joining us, Brad. Enjoy your weekend, man. Good luck to the Hilltoppers, and uh, maybe who knows, maybe we'll catch up with you later down the road, my man. All right, I appreciate it. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.
Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after us on Spotify, too. And you can get after me on Twitter at RushJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and I'll be sure to address them as quickly as possible. Same podcast time, same podcast channel next Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.